Hey, this is Neil, and you're listening to the Banter Pub FC. This call is being recorded. Welcome to episode, uh, I don't even know what episode, uh, episode nine. nine. I'm sorry. Yes. Thank you, Sheldon. Episode <laughs> nine of uh, the Banter Pub podcast. Uh, my name is Neil. I'm joined by the merry folks in the Banter Pub Um and uh, yeah, it's another week of uh, without football, um, you know, uh, and we're going to talk about we're going to try to address some things happening in the world of football without football actually being present on our television screens because of the quarantine affecting related to the pandemic that is affecting the entire globe. Um, there have been some movements as far as UEFA was concerned. Uh, UEFA announced uh, that they are some uh, some random uh, board members uh, announced that they are looking at uh, an August date for uh, to bring back the Champions League. Um, on, on this podcast, we have gone on record. The Banter Pub believes that the uh, that the Champions League not necessarily should be scrapped, but they should pause it until we have testing, until there's ventilators, until there's no trace of the virus. And it's only running right there. Um, well, of course, you know, you would say scrap. See, they give they give us us free and look what you do with it. Unbelievable. <laughs> so in the spirit of kind of looking at uh, a, a few interesting tidbits, uh, one of the articles that I pulled for this week's episode, because there really wasn't much in terms of news um, outside of a few transfer rumors here and there. Uh, the current Benzema to Arsenal in a swap deal has reared—I shouldn't say reared its ugly head, but it can't. But it, but it was a but it was around in, in the 15-16 season. Um, I think that's back when um, I'm sure Ama and Joseph can correct me if I'm wrong, but that's back when the the rumor had started uh, and. There wasn't a player player available in that season, as far as I can remember. I mean, I'm not an Arsenal supporter, so I wouldn't know. But I, if I remember correctly, there wasn't a Arsenal player of the equivalent for a swap deal kind of situation if 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 they were going to present. I think Arsene Wenger at the time just wanted Karen Benzema. Um, and I think he would have benefited the club back then. I think he certainly would benefit, you know, benefit the club now. But I'm, but I'm, but I'm curious because we did talk about it a little bit in the WhatsApp group. I'm curious what everybody else thinks. So, I'm in the camp of the ship is sailed on Karim Benzema. Yes, he's a gunman, but no, he's not the gunman we need uh, to replace somebody of the quality of um, Aubameyang, specifically because of the the questionable character that. He's demonstrated with the whole, you know, on national duty or with his national team uh, teammates, Mike. And for those of you who don't know, you know, that that uh, sordid affair. Uh, in fact, I don't think I want to get into it here. What I do want to say is, um, is that, you know, I think the ship has sailed for that particular deal. I'd rather keep Aubameyang, like, unless Aubameyang actually wants to, must, like, he's, he's, throwing a part uh, a hissy fit about leaving uh, right I wouldn't let him go uh, for for Benzema um, and I would look elsewhere to make the swap deal happen so real quick uh, can you I've, I honestly have forgotten 
Can you give, remind us of the highlight of, of what that whole uh, oh. national scene saga was about? Just the highlight. You know, that the, I mean, sounds uh, are kind of painful. Or, or kind of I crazy. don't remember. I don't remember what the, I don't remember uh, which teammate it was, but essentially, um, he, an associate of his was blackmailing a teammate of his oh, for, yeah. yeah, yeah. With a sex tape. Uh, well, a sex tape. Yeah. It was a yeah. yes, that's what it was. <laughs> it was a sex tape. We we're just gonna we're just gonna keep it a G. Karim Benzema <laughs> Karim Benzema was moving very, very mad. He was moving extremely mad. Um you know, it's one thing to do that to a rival. Like I would understand somewhat <laughs> if you were doing it with somebody that you've been beefing with that played for Barcelona, I would begin to understand. It's still not right. It's still disgusting, but I understand. But you did that to who? Your national, your national compatriot. Like, you're, you're literal, the person who you would have been winning a World Cup with had you not done that. That's how serious this was. Like, yeah. and to be who fair... Um, oh God, hold on, let me look it up. I think it's Valbuena, but don't, don't hold me to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, while, and, and while Joseph's looking that up to correct the record, I think for me, um, and we talked about it in the, you know, in the group, you know, hours before we started recording that, uh, you know, I think in a swap deal situation, Aubameyang brings an interesting uh, dynamic to uh, Madrid. To, you know, to Madrid, um, particularly now. He, I think yeah. in the past maybe two or three seasons, he's gone through a little bit of a, I don't want to say a culture shift, but I think once the sex tape situation and he realized, okay, I can't play international football anymore because of the stupid shit I did. Then he said, okay, mm. now I'm going to have to just stick to my domestic football and just play balls out for Real Madrid um, and, you know, play for the club. And in a, in, a, in, a, in a situation where obviously Arsenal would have to swap a player uh, in order to get Benzema. And obviously, Aubameyang is not... To me, Aubameyang isn't trade bait. I'm, I'm just going to say it. He's not trade bait. Mm. He, is, he, he is too... And I'd even take it a step further. If we are looking at the future of Arsenal Football Club, again, not Arsenal supporter, but if we're looking at the future of Arsenal Football Club... That's that's the kind of striker that an Arteta type manager wants at the you know wh wh whether he's playing on the left or whether he's playing in the center. That's the kind of player that you need up top. You need someone that's tall. Great. You need someone who is strong. You need someone who can body um, center backs. You need somebody who can body a goalkeeper. You need somebody who ha brings a certain presence. You know when he was playing at Dortmund prior to uh, joining Arsenal. That everybody thought, oh, he's a goofball that just does, you know, does does flips and scores when he wants. And then when he finally joined Arsenal, he started that a little bit, but then he started becoming automatic, and people were, and then and then he started becoming reliable, right? Um, and when he, you know, got that red card, I think it was this season where, yeah, where, where 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 he missed three games for getting a red card that, in my opinion, he didn't deserve, but he got a red card. Um, you know, uh, he you know, they, they suffered as, you know, from a, from a goal scoring threat perspective and other players had to step up. And obviously now Arsenal does have goal scoring threats, uh, you know, one of which uh, 
Sheldon really, really wants, but he's never going to get in Saka. But, you know, at the end of the day for me, like, again, I'm not an Arsenal supporter, so I, so I wouldn't necessarily care either way. I enjoyed Aubameyang a lot when he was playing for Dortmund. Obviously, as a Dortmund supporter, from a, from a Bundesliga standpoint, he did amazing things when he was there. But then towards the end of his time there, he also was seen by the club, and particularly the manager at the time, as a goofball. And that's pretty much why they sent him packing. Um, and, and Was it was, Tuchel at the time, or was it somebody else? No, it was Tuchel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, like, it's Tuchel. Right, exactly, exactly. So, 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 I mean, for me, um, you know, again, as someone who's not committed to that club, I, I, I really don't see anything to gain from a Real Madrid standpoint if they were to, I mean, obviously, you know, Aubameyang wants to play for the club that he told his grandfather that he would want to play with. But at the same time, I don't know if he fits into the future of a Real Madrid. I think he, but he, right. on the flip side, I think he flits into the future of Arsenal because right. they need that goal scoring, goal scoring threat up front. Yeah. And also as a mentor to our upcoming gunmen who are, who are remarkable. I mean, I, if you think about the, the, the folks that are coming up, like a Martinelli. Yep. Um, I think they all benefit from having him, uh, having him around and like having someone to look up to on, of his caliber. Right. He didn't, he doesn't just, talk it he's not a jerk like that was his first career red card i think um yep. so he, he's not a hothead he he's actually a pretty fair, a pretty good opponent from an interpersonal standpoint but at the same time he's lethal right he's uh, unforgiving he, he's, he's he's lethal so i think um having like you're, you're right i don't see why they would have him instead actually what i was going to suggest was a martinelli plus for benzema but you need the plus because you're buying potential. It's like they got Vinicius, and what what's you know you don't replace that. You don't have the replacement for Benzema when you get a young player with a bunch of upside at that position, right? right? So like that wouldn't work. So that's what I'm saying. Like that's literally Aubameyang is the only player that you would put in that deal that Arsenal has, um, and I would. But I don't think it's an Arsenal's. <laughs> Arsenal's. Uh, it's not to our advantage to to make that happen. So we we definitely uh, pour cold water on it as much as possible. So yeah, I definitely agree that um, it's it, it's it's definitely not in our advantage to get rid of our talisman. He's the captain for a reason. He's got the armband for a reason. Um, he's got uh, the likes of uh, Eddie. Uh, Eddie and Kaita, and um, you know Gabriel Martinelli coming up after him. They're his, they're his understudies, and quite frankly, they love him. The club loves him. He's he's never failed to make um, to be in the running for the Golden Boot for the club. Um, he is vitally important to what we do. He is vitally important to what Arteta is trying to do. Yep. But um, I don't want to. I don't want to make it seem like he is bigger than the club. He's just. He's just an inc- he's, he's an integral part of what of what the club is at the moment. You know what I mean? The yeah. the attack going forward, um, and the, the way even the way that the midfield is set up complements to you know to to what he does. And it's not as if Aubameyang doesn't just play up front. He also can play out on the wing. He plays out on the left. 
He can be lethal out there. It allows Lacazette to do what he does in the middle. And it also allows um, Pepe to do what he does on the right. So, you know, the 4-3-3 thing definitely happening going forward. Now, that all being said and done, as I said in the group chat, um, if we're speculating about whether or not Real Madrid makes an offer that we can't refuse. And again, hypothetically speaking, that uh, Pierre doesn't want to play for Arsenal anymore. He, he's, he's committed to fulfilling that, that promise to his, to his late grandfather, which again, very important to players, very important to people, full stop. If yep. my granddad had supported a certain club and I'm a professional athlete of any, um, you know, of any stripe, whether it be football, American football, basketball, something like that, I'm playing for that team for at least one season. Like, I'm going to like, honor like, like that. Like Balotelli, right? Like Balotelli right now. Correct. Exactly. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. However, business is still business. So the clubs still need to do deals. So let's say that they do offer Karim Benzema to come back to Arsenal. Yes, come back if you know your history. You know where Benzema started before he became a big name. Just saying. So um, if he comes back to Arsenal, it's not just going to be a straight swap. Real Madrid are going to be the ones to have to cough up a bit more cash. Because let's be fair, Benzema is coming up to the twilight of his career and Aubameyang still has plenty more left in the tank. That's the thing. So Real Madrid is going to have to come, off, come up off some peas, plus Benzema. Um, and then, of course... We have to start speculating that even if they didn't send Benzema the other way, or assuming Benzema does not want to go the other way, because this is Karim Benzema we're talking about here, then let's say that they do say it's just straight money. Then they're going to have to come up off a lot of peas. I'm talking no less than probably 90 million quid. It, it's just, it sounds ridiculous. And yes, considering that a lot of the um, values for players, never mind their wages, have, de have been depreciated because, you know, greedy execs at the top and the, you know the pandemic notwithstanding um minimum after that if you count for that 70 75 probably 60 at the base and then that's a sh that's stretching yeah, that's it a bit he's a but, reigning golden boot dude yeah and you know what is he tied for second or tied for tied tied for Tied for second or first? Um, I will he's, look you know, up he's, and... he's, he's second to Vardy. Vardy. Right. To Jamie Vardy. Yeah, Jamie Vardy's top and Aubameyang is... Yeah, that's it. I just looked at it myself. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, they're going to have to come up off some serious piece to, to, to move that muscle. Plus, pay, pay whatever, you know, his wages, which is going to be a fair bit of cash. But again, well, right now, it's, it's only 200 a week. Um, yeah, it's 200,000 a week. Compared to, to Ozil, right? Like, I'm like... Well, that's why his, con so the, his new his new contract, like if, his new Arsenal contract, will have to come up off. Like they will have they will have to come up off some some like at least two fifty something. It's going to be significant, and I just that that's that's my fear overall is that Arsenal won't be able to afford to keep him, and won't be savvy enough in the business realm to get what he what we deserve for him. Right, give him. He that's right. Like, so exactly what you were saying. It's like, yes, no, no it's, it's not sufficient. No, we're asking 90 plus because that's what he's worth to us. Yeah, we, and we've got to make up those wages from somewhere, especially for keeping Ozil on the books, who's determined to stay and yeah. make something out of this. So really and truly, it's in Arsenal's best interest to keep both 
Ozil and Aubameyang. Ozil is not as important as Aubameyang, I will say that much, but I rate the guy for wanting to try and make this work, and it seems like Arteta yeah. has definitely revitalized him. I mean, he's a he's a totally yes. different player now under this on this system. He's got um, Xhaka playing effectively like a quarterback role. I mean, he's completely revitalized Xhaka. Before we were thinking about maybe selling him to, and it was speculated yep. that we were going to sell him to AC Milan for about forty million euros. Yep. Good bit of business, really, for Xhaka, happy, if you ask happy me. To see that. <laughs> yeah, take it and run like it will be. Like forty? Oh, you said forty? Okay, forty. Yeah, man would turn yeah, around, the, drain that on the centre back, and uh, yeah, drain that on <laughs> the centre back, and uh, possibly even getting a new midfielder in, or just let Guendouzi just take over the reins because he seems to have all the energy for it. It's fine. Um, it's it's un, uh, it's not ideal that Torreira is out with a fractured ankle, but he'll be back and he'll be you know he'll be able to do exactly what Arteta needs him to do. Um, but for now, we've got what we've got. So, again, speculating. I think that if my football manager days are anything to go by, um, I think if you are going to sell anybody, it's probably going to be, and I hate to say this, Alexandra Lacazette it's probably going to be Lacazette. Now, we can get a fair few quid for him. We could immediately turn around and pull in somebody like um, pull in somebody else. I would love to see Timo Werner in an Arsenal shirt. Um, I think what he's you, definitely... What, what, got, what do you think we're getting for him? It's real quick, I'm sorry. What, for, what, La- like, for Lacazette? 40, for Lacazette? 55, 50? Yeah. We're, we're looking at 40, 50 million for Lacazette. Depending on who comes in for him, that's the most important thing too. Like... You know, if uh, a club, like, if a Champions League club, yeah, outside the club, if it's a Champions League club or just a top flight club, like somewhere in uh, Serie A or Bundesliga or something like that, yeah, 40, 50 million, probably not hard. Um, if it's a La Liga that comes in for him, again, 40, 50 million, not hard. If it's a French club, well, it would have to be PSG, wouldn't it? Um, or Monaco for that matter. Again, 40, 50 million in that aspect, not hard. But if it's anybody else, now we have to kind of haggle the price down. So now we're looking at probably 35, 40 million or 35, 45 million, but not 50. So that money can still be turned around and a decent striker can still be brought in. Or we don't do that at all and we unleash the likes of um, Eddie and Gabrielle to go ahead and take up, um, you know, to go ahead and step up because they can do it. And these boys can definitely do it. Like, you know, so if we're being real savvy here and we're really letting the youth go ahead and run as they have done this season, they've been so impressive. It's not just Eddie, it's not just Gabriel, it's been Buyako, it's been Gwenduzi, it's been um Reese Nelson has looked good in at times. Um, you know, it, it's sure. it's it's very you know, we've got a very, very impressive crop. Um so there's a lot of things that we can do here, but Arsenal really well, Raul really needs to basically <laughs> work the same magic that we've worked to get the likes of um david louise and um pepe. and uh and pepe and of course we've got william sadiba coming on the books next season um you know it, we it's not what i'm trying to say is that it's not doom and gloom if yeah. Aubameyang does head for the exit or if um lacazette heads for the exit or by some virtue of a miracle somebody decides to take ozil's extortionate wages on um, and we um, we decided and we agreed to play like a pay like a portion of it for a certain season until this contract elapses with that club or whatever. Like, there's options here. 
we can definitely make lemonade out of lemons if it comes down to that. So I don't want anybody, you know, getting any ideas that he's going anywhere. But at the same time, I don't want anybody thinking that if he does go anywhere, that that's it for Arsenal, we're washed up and we can't flip that because we can flip that. We proved that in the last summer transfer window and we'll do it again because for some reason, them man there, they can, they can, they can spin the kind of deals that I just didn't think it was possible. I had no, I, no one saw the Nicola Pepe deal coming. No, no one so, so, so do you do you know who uh, who's making the same money Lacazette's making? Uh, Mkhitaryan. Ah, and he's coming back from loan. So you could offload well, and of course all the loan deals that we that we put out the high profile loan ones, the Mkhitaryan and somebody else I think is also on loan that El we sent out for the season. Yes, that's it, and Lenny. Um, if we want to, we can keep El Nenny. I don't see why we would, but we can shift them both. That definitely eases off the um, the the. Uh, we can shift them both because we've got clauses in both of those loans where the clubs that we've loaned them to have first option to buy them. Definitely, where the Roma Mkhitaryan deal is concerned, um, but it really just depends. Firstly, on what Arteta wants to do, if he sees a place for either of these guys in his setup. Um, I think it depends on whether we're going to be active in the transfer market, right? Like, if otherwise, like he'll use the bodies if he if he needs to. Like, Mkhitaryan, honestly, like so. Go, you know, go like Neil said. Go back to the uh, Aubameyang's Dortmund days. Him and <laughs> him and uh, Aubameyang were 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 killing it. Mkhitaryan looked like a a freaking baller, and even early in his Arsenal career, he was he was. Uh, actually, early in his career, in his career at uh, uh, at United, yep, he did something significant. Right, he, he was a threat. Right, yeah, he was same a thing here. Yeah. Scored goals, assists. Um, so those days are long gone. Yeah, yeah, those days exactly. are the, oh, those days. He's been decent from Roma. Jonathan with his ether. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jonathan is a sort of we can't get sniper. We can't get. We can't get. Um. We gotta get a, like a soundboard where every single time Jonathan speaks, someone plays that opening thing from Ether. It's like, bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about Ryan Giggs. Old bacon face. Let me tell you about vegetarian. Those days are long gone. gone. And then when he and then and then as soon as he goes into his long when he goes into his long form speech, he just play the beat, just play the beat, just play the instrument. Let him out, let him know. So, <laughs> let it play so, so looking at um and and kind of talking through, it's it's something that we came up with right literally right right before we started recording this week's episode, um, uh, and it's something that Joseph touched on, uh, the loan situation and some of the teams that are uh that have a significant amount of players um, on loan. Uh, Transfermarket.us has a number of players, has literally all that information um, at their disposal. We'll obviously include that link in the show notes for this week's episode. But, you know, take, taking a look at the top 10 in England, um, and, and, I, and I'm just going to go through them, um, and also with the amount of players, uh, Chelsea uh, and, and, and City are both tied for number one. However, 
uh, the total value between the two is different. Chelsea's yeah. value of loan players averages at $139.48 million, million dollars, and Man City is at 64. Number three is a shock, I think, to everyone, <laughs> and that's Southampton, uh, considering where they are on the table. Um, number four is uh, Arsenal. Number uh, with or Arsenal has five players out on loan. Liverpool is at five with seven. Uh, at number six is Wolves with eleven players out on loan. United is at uh, number is 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 in the seventh spot with five players out on loan. Brighton has twelve players out on loan. That's a little shocking to me a little bit. Uh, Spurs has four, and Fulham rounds out the top ten at three. Now, some interesting things uh, to, to pull from. Obviously, the big shocker, the big joker is Chelsea with an entire squad playing everywhere, right? Four, 14 players are literally scattered across the globe on loan right now. Uh, but it's also something that Chelsea is known for. Uh, you know, uh, we just added a hearty new member to uh, the Banter Pub, uh, which will be he- who, who you'll be hearing from next week. He let me know. So... Uh, we won't uh, reveal that Chelsea supporter until next week, and he's going to get it next week. Trust and believe. God bless this but... soul. <laughs> he sure uh, is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, and uh, we'll see how ready he actually is. Uh, but, um, you know, uh, Jonathan, you guys also at City have 14, you know, you 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 have 14 players out on loan. I mean, obviously the, 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 the amount that the players are worth is obviously different. Um, but I'm just curious, uh, from, you know, from your standpoint, uh, and really everybody's standpoint, kind of, you know, kind of looking at this top 10, it's obviously very different from the, you know, from the table of the premier league as the league is now paused, but, um, or suspended or, you know, whatever, we don't know yet. They haven't made it the, fi- the FA hasn't made a final decision yet, but, in terms of looking at this table and looking at how many players you have out on loan, I'm just curious from, from everybody's standpoint, obviously Liverpool and United are sitting very low on the table, uh, you know, um, on, on this table. I know it's weird to say they're sitting low on a table, but um, uh, because we're not used to sitting at the bottom. That's why you see that. You see, you see, you see what I did there? Um, no, uh, no. Anyway. no, I don't. <laughs> well, you guys are sitting. You guys are sitting in the, you know, at the top, towards the top of the table, Arsenal, and that's, you know, that's different. That's not, that's, you know, uh-huh. not, not uh-huh. territory. You got jokes. <laughs> yeah, well, one of the guys you got on loan is Alexis Sanchez. Well, suck on that. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's correct. Alexis Sanchez won't be in a United kit next season so you know we're gonna you know you know you know if inter want to keep him they can have him or any other club that wants him they can that's you know. all if yeah that's yeah. the problem like i don't yeah. know i mean you know yeah. i you know i honestly would be if i were you i'd be i'd be kind of ruthless the amount of money that you're paying this guy i would have both him and his dogs play week in week out to try and get that value back <laughs> To be honest, <laughs> well, uh, the Yeah, the dogs. Papers for people. 
Yeah, the dogs, the dogs can, the dogs can definitely, you know, you know, everybody making, yeah, get that value out of them. Like the dogs, the fans can go ahead and play with the dogs and everything. You know, you got play dates and stuff. You know what I mean? Or, Helping or the they admin. can sub sub in for Luke Shaw. I mean, yeah, wow. <laughs> they'll I definitely mean, be they'll I definitely mean, be faster. That's that, for them. That's for them. That. I know City needs some defenders, so you know, <laughs> if you guys want those dogs, we will gladly transfer those dogs to our crosstown rivals. Hey, we we tried to pick them up, and then y'all had to swoop in last minute like uh, like Superman. So that's that's on y'all. Well, but, well, <laughs> we got the anyway. Players. We're getting we're get getting away from the. We're getting away from the point. And as you're here, Jonathan, this is perfect. 14 players, my G, and you set a points record last season? You need to come up off them players, bro. That's just <laughs> that's just straight facts. 14 players out on loan? What's the value? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking through the I'm looking through our uh, loanee list. Um, and I think with the exception of uh, Scott Carson, everyone is under 25. Um, or so... It's actually surprised me that we had Scott Carson <laughs> at a club and on loan somewhere. But, um, yeah, I think the big issue is that – the big issue, I think, for – I mean, Arsenal has gone through it too, um, is around, like, uh, work permits. I know that was the case for Douglas Luiz, uh, who now is signed with the Premier League club. I forgot the club. Um, but uh, we couldn't sign him. He couldn't be part of our first team because of work permit issues from Brazil. Uh, to the UK, um, which, really, as you know, the UK. Has did you issues. really bring in Scott Carson in on loan? When did that happen? I, I'm just as confused as you are. <laughs> I didn't even remember that. I don't remember that happening at all. I don't uh, remember when that happened. Anyway, the point is, is you need to come up off them players, especially Angelino, because Angelino is a <laughs> Angelino is ready. Like he's ready to go right now, bro. Like he's, he's I've I've been watching him. Y'all never could have signed Angelino in the first place if y'all want to sign what uh Jao Cancelo. Like that that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. I, I, Greed doesn't make sense, Neil. That's the whole <laughs> point. Greed yeah, makes no Chelsea, sense. That's why Chelsea has two two first team squads that are out on loan. I mean that that value, that's just I mean, if your value is at hundred and forty mil, I mean, yeah, that's that's two squads right there. Like Chelsea, Chelsea are taking the absolute piss. Look at all these players <laughs> they've got out on loan. They've got um, um, Bakayako on loan. They've got um, Mario Palacic. I remember they made a whole bunch of noise about signing him. They don't even play yep. him. Zappa Costa, yep. Kennedy. Yep. Kennedy was Kennedy. a big deal in Newcastle. Um, mm -hmm. Victor Moses is yeah. out on loan mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Danny Drinkwater. Um Nathan, fucking Lucas Pison, who's one of their prospects, who still hasn't seen the light of day in the Chelsea kit. Oi, you Chelsea man, I know you listen to this podcast because we see the metrics in it. But at the end of the day, right, this is a piss take. And I know you man are very livid about how you look like Crystal Palace next season. Oh, I've seen the kit. <laughs> oh, I've seen the kit. Don't think I forgot. Man's not forgot about that. So you need to come up off all these players, every last one of them. Get rid of them. You don't need them because you're not playing them. What kind of piss take business is this? $150 million worth of players you got out on loan? Nah, G. Nah. Mm -mm. Yeah, it's pretty, they're pretty horrible. I think we're, we're going to get Angelino back. Like He's going to be in the first team for sure because I think Cancelo is going to be sold most likely. Uh, well, why did, you, why did you sign both of them? 
Explain that to me. But you know, right, we, we need... just need to we just need to send a tax collector around both City and Chelsea <laughs> just to make sure that we get these players. <laughs> because it's clear that you have we... more money than you know what to do with. <laughs> well, we bought them because we needed to reinforce um, our fullbacks. So we needed more than just by sending Angelino out on loan. Right. right. I'm just like, yeah, man, that's not computing still. Like, no, because he was he was competing with, with Benjamin Mendy. Who is always injured, so... And I would rather have Angelino. Yikes. Yeah, I would rather have Angelino at this point. I mean, I think Mendy's going to be... <laughs> I think out of the... Well, I, mean, at the they were, I think the justification was they wanted to give Mendy one more shot. Uh, one more. Because he was injury prone and because he was coming back. But, but he's still like not playing, though. It isn't. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> you gotta, you got, like, I, I would take him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you have a more than serviceable left back. You do. Plus, you have the wrong Mendy, Mendy. playing, playing, regardless, <laughs> regardless of that, you have the wrong Mendy. I, I don't know what happened there. That, I mean, that. Yeah, you definitely. I think there Mendy, were there were a group. I mean, Mendy was gonna. I don't think even even since he was he was first choice, and even if he came back strong and healthy uh, for the whole season, I think he would have been. He was. I mean, he's there. Angelino was signed, so like you could push Mendy. Um, and in the case like, okay, Mendy wants to go. Okay, well this. Replace him with with Angelino, be, and then we'll be will be solid. Um, I think that was justification because you look. I mean, look at we were talking about Arsenal. Look at the situation now, where Oba might go, Lacazette might go. Um, you you would think like if Oba went, then Lacazette will come in, but now Lacazette wants to go. So like, what are you gonna do? You're not to say that you can't flip him, but you're scrambling. Um, I think that City was in a similar situation. It's like okay, Manny might he might be a baller and he might want to go. So then what are we gonna do? All right, we have Angelino. So I think that was the justification behind it. What? When is the last time in the last five years that a a top quality player left City? Left or turned down City? No, just it's left. Not, not t- turned down. Now we just <laughs> talked about Alexis Sanchez. So yeah, you know I mean, so we know. Right? <laughs> but but like but left. Like so, I feel like it's like it's a it's a yeah, fear yeah, that never. Well, he yeah, was yeah. already past the prime. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, I mean, that's right. He was already on the prime. Is a sword is a sword stop. Is a, a, for, for a sword stop <laughs> that's the only reason I mentioned him. That's, that's, yeah. that's just shots. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but like, scenario, no, for real, like, right. it's it's not real. It's uh, maybe it's like not a realistic most... fear, right? Yeah. Still though, like we, when you look at the Premier League, like if you want to compete for the top. Like number one, you need that solid backup, or you not even a solid backup, but you need. Time. Yeah, but you, you send him on loan though. That's this. The I, I would buy it if he was training with y'all every day. You know what I mean? He was out there actually putting pressure on them. I like man's on loan. Yeah. Man, he's chilling. Games, like whatever. Eat, eating jollof rice. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Like he can. It's not like uh. I think for the case of um, people we just need to let go. If we're not going to play them, like we have, um, who do we have? We have Gabriel uh, Jesus. We have Gabriel Jesus. <laughs> Gabriel. <laughs> no, Gabriel. Gabriel's starting anywhere in the prem. Uh, Gabriel's competing with Sergio. Uh, 
Send him. When Sergio, when Sergio's contract expires and it's gonna be Gabriel as number one, uh, undisputed. Sure. There's no, there's no sure. way about. Right. Pep doesn't like Gabriel Jesus. He, he listen. That, that kid is summer, so patient. <laughs> he's so. We'll patient. see what happens. Does Pep like him though? Have we established that yet? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Pep likes him. Nah. You think Pep likes him? Well, those starting jobs. I mean. If, if, we're, if we're looking at who's starting versus who is sitting on the bench every week. Um, <laughs> that's because you're going to go up against Sergio Aguero. But does Sergio... I mean, Pep doesn't like Sergio Aguero either, so what's the I truth? Mean... <laughs> <laughs> and then hey. you have about a scoring threat because, you know, it's going to have to come from the midfield at that point. And then you guys don't have, like, you know, because you, you, then, you know, again, where does that leave you from a from a from a, from a striker standpoint? Do you even have a quality uh, striking threat after those two? Or are they out of mean... <laughs> No, well, no. well, well. We don't have. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Joseph. No, I was I was about to I was about to say that's probably a good point, Neil. Is that striker that you have in waiting in the wings? Is he currently out on loan at the moment? I mean, fourteen players out on loan. I mean, let's take a let's take a brief look at that. No, no, I think the, the ones that the folks that need a that have been like city fans have been demanding us have to have a chance, but and it's like okay, if you're not gonna play play them, let them go. Is um is uh Tosin, um uh Patrick Roberts, the center back. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the center back. Um, My brother. They, They've been talking yeah. about Patrick Roberts like the next great white hope for a while now, and I still haven't seen the kid. Like, I don't really know what's going on there. I think it's got to be Phil Foden, yeah. surely. If it, it, it Foden but is who the he's he's the David the the uh, Silva. He's the David Silva replacement, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so that's what they're doing, right? They keep you on the first team and tell you that guy. You'll take his spot. Sit here in seven years. Like, it, it, but they keep playing <laughs> that guy. They keep playing that guy, and like for the last three years, that guy. And it's like, like at some point, you realize Pep is pulling your chain, man. Like, either you play or you you don't. No, it, it's a valid critique because I think there's a lot of players that uh, San, Sancho being one of them, who was just yeah, he was like I don't have time. So yeah, I <laughs> and love it, that. And they can make the. You can make the case for Pogba too, because Pogba was exactly the same situation, um, to a point where United had to <laughs> blow a bag just to get him back. So, um, yep. you know, I, I think see, I think see. clubs have seen that. Clubs have seen that and been like, "Oh, that's not going to be us." So we're going to hold you as long as we can. Right. Um, if you go, you go, but we're going to keep this practice. It's a bad practice, but one that it makes sense given uh, the relationship between uh, how clubs want to run and how players are acting. You also need to give give up Leroy Sané because yeah. when's the last time that boy put on a jersey, boy? Like, send him to Bayern Munich because he wants to go there desperately, or Asperg, or Leipzig, or just send him to Germany, and he and he will have the pick of the litter in terms of what team he ends up. He ends up <laughs> That's where he wants to go because uh, you know whether he is the you know, and also you you all need to decide. What, what, whether or not you want him to play in cornrows or the afro, because I feel like when he gets, you know, you know, when he puts the cornrows on, the game, the game changes. When he has the afro, he's decent. He's decent. 
Yeah, when he had the Afro, he he beat Liverpool last year. So I, I'm thankful I for mean, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> that was the win we needed to win the league. So, uh, uh, Sade, you, you did well. But really, really, this is this is Kawhi Leonard's fault because if <laughs> because if he didn't if he didn't go ahead and just do the thing with straight backs, this really wouldn't be happening right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and and speaking of Liverpool, Sheldon, um, you know, obviously y'all have. For some, can you explain something to me? Mm. Explain <laughs> something to me. Why, why is Loris Carrius still on your books? <laughs> Facts. I'm just, it's just it's just questions. You have a man. Listen, no I'm one, just no one wants to. Everyone's willing to dabble. No one's willing to buy. Right, it's like you go to the grocery store and you might sample a couple of grapes, but you you know this is a case where you're like, eh, and you leave again. And that's really what the story is. He 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 signed his contract. We if if people will still take him on loan, we'll take those couple of dollars and invest it into the next squad. And you know that's that. I mean, but you yeah, do realize, but, but, but you do realize the loan move that he's currently on. You guys are paying more, right? You're, it's a sixty forty split. So Liverpool is actually playing most of his games. You do, you do, you do realize that, right? Listen, listen, listen. listen I'm just trying to help. Right. Okay. All I'm not going to get right. Talk about well, with the whole. The, 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 I, listen, okay. I'll put it to you like this. Carrius, he had some potential when he first started with us. Um, frankly, I was never sold on him. I never thought that he was that much better than Mignolet. And I thought that, you know, I think we all bought into as Liverpool fans, we, you know, trust, trust in Klopp. And so we were like, okay, Klopp sees something. He's with them every day. Um, you know, he must see something. He brought him in here. Uh, and then obviously the unspeakable that I won't even go through, you know, mm-hmm. happened. And it was just kind of the last straw with him. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think, like I said, it was just this idea that maybe he could, maybe he could, you know, regain his form and generate a, a, a um, you know, sell on fee or whatever. You know, I mean, like, I, I, I don't know. But that's, that's kind of the least of, of our worries. I think, Honestly, when we were talking about loan ease for Liverpool, I am more concerned about what's going to happen with a couple of players because we've got Harry Wilson, who I think is a talent, but I don't know that he fits into our first team. I mean, he's kind of at that point where it's like, you know, you need to kind of make a decision. Uh, right. I think he's, he's, he's played well this year, but when I look at, he's some of his kind of link up play is not necessarily there. Like if you get him a free kick, oh please, like put him on that and say goodbye. You know, that he's amazing there. Um he's got like I said this amazing left foot, but um his link up play and his pressing I don't think are necessarily what would fit into our squad. Like I think he's a Premier League player, but I don't think like I said the style that we play, he really fit there and it's unfortunate um and so i think we have a few players like that like marco uh i forget how to pronounce his his name midfielder we brought in tall guy 
he's like I said, he's got some talent. Um, but again, when I look at our squad, and I look at you know next year, uh, saying where does this person fit? I don't. I think we bought a few players um, and brought up a few players to the ranks that you know you kind of bring in and you're like, oh, we'll see if this, this plays out. You know, I mean, you never know if your you know you change your your um, your lineup at all. You know, you never know how people blossom, and so you kind of take a shot. But I don't. Those are two players right now out alone that have played well for their teams, but I just don't see making it full time with us unless something major changes. Because, like I said, Marco is just—he's—I he, don't know where he could play. I mean, he doesn't fit. <coughs> excuse me. He doesn't look like uh, a replacement for anybody on the squad. And he doesn't do anything that we in particular need, um, you know. So, you know, like I said, there's a couple of players like that. Just like, eh, curious. I think we're, everyone's just like, we'll be happy when that, that contract ends. We'll, we'll politely thank him for his time with through gritted teeth and go from there. Well, then here's an interesting follow-up for you then. Go ahead. So if that's the case, um, because I know since we've started this endeavor of a podcast, you have uh-huh. expressed an extreme interest in one Saka. Oh. Arsenal. So mm-hmm. I'm just curious because currently you have three Nigerian players, young players, loaned out, who come from mm-hmm. the same country. Mm-hmm. And you have this interest for a guy who's already starting, but you mm-hmm. have three players that you've loaned out that have that, that, Nigerian born. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know. I, Yo, and, and in fact, I have to, I have to, I have to interject because, because <laughs> like the only Nigerian who, who saw any kind of playing time, he didn't even claim Nigeria. I said, Jordan, quote unquote, Ibe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, 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 what a I didn't know okay. it was that spicy. Wow, go, yeah, go, it's spicy because he called himself Ibe. Like, yo, like, what is your problem? Like, <laughs> what do they yeah. feed you? Fish and chips and that, Jordan. <laughs> if by some virtue of a miracle that you're listening to this, we got to get you to come on the podcast, fam. Because it's just Damn, come on the podcast. I got gotta, questions, bro. You gotta, you gotta I got questions. Yeah, he must respond. What is your problem? <laughs> I'm okay. Um, okay, so 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 th- th- there's one Nigerian in particular, Taiwo Awoni. He's I think in the same class as Kelechi Hanacha. So like, if you guys don't know, the the country that's won the most un- World Cup under 17s is Nigeria. Yes, um, it it, it's it's pretty remarkable, and he's in that class um, with the uh, Taiwo Awoni is in that class with these kids. They were absolutely unplayable. They scored whenever they wanted, three, four, five goals, whatever. Anybody, Brazil, all comers got got laced up by the Nigerian team, and he was in that squad, that under seventeen squad from the mid uh, mid to uh, teens, twenty teens, and they. Um, I expected so much from this kid. I was, you know, because like Ihanacho, Kelechi Ihanacho played for, he, he got signed by Man City. And I think he scored on his debut or something ridiculous. Uh, like he just had a fairy tale career. He ended up at, you know, he's a squad player on on, uh, on the Leicester roster now. 
but he, I mean, he's had a decent career so far. Um, Taiwa Wani, I would have said, was of the same caliber as this guy. And he's getting loaned out to like random non, like he's barely playing in mines. Or I think, I don't know, I don't even know, I don't remember. He, but he's been loaned out to multiple questionable Bundesliga teams by Liverpool. And it's like, I don't think his development is happening at all. Um, and so like Friedemann, uh, he's he, I, he hasn't he, he hasn't been any, he hasn't been close to the, the the national team like he hasn't featured he hasn't just been to the World Cup this guy is not even close but because he's not developing right and they come from the same they have a very similar uh, background from and and uh, skill set and ability it's like you know instead we're carrying on 30 32 year old strikers when you got wow. young boys. <laughs> Well, and, and I mean, like, well, you know, so like, what, 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 what's popping? What are you doing to my brethren, then? Also, <laughs> also, why are you taking a Harry Wilson over brethren? Like, really? Oh yes, Harry. Really? Har- yeah, isn't that the um, isn't that the white brother with dreadlocks? <clears throat> it is. Not in fact, dreadlocks. It is. Mm. So basically. Yes, he does. Harry Wilson's got dread. I remember. I remember seeing him for the first time in that League Cup match, which was awesome, by the way. I mean, yeah, no, that guy no, looks no. like any. That guy looks like any other. That like look like any other hipster white boy that I would run into in a Whole Foods. Now, why exactly? No. Is that the same guy, or is am I thinking of somebody? Harry, else? Harry Wilson does not have Works at Trader Joe's, to be specific. I promise he has dreadlocks. You've got I one of them. You. No, you know who you're talking about? I think I'm, yo, I'm actually dying right now because now I know who you're talking about. Oh my God. <laughs> who are you? Oh, you know who I'm is, talking about. If it's not is, Harry Wilson, okay. I apologize to Harry no, no, Wilson. But you've got one of them men there that looks like. <laughs> Any next white boy that I would expect to be running around with a Jemba or something like that, talking about he just got back from Vipassana meditation and he found his center and all that sort of stuff, and he can't possibly be racist because he has a, 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 an auntie from Zimbabwe or some shit like that. Like, that's what I'm dealing with here. Like, okay. <laughs> giving me peak trust fund baby vibes so, out of here, bro. Did they, did they sign I, the Beckerman dude? I think you're talking about Harvey Elliott. Harvey Elliott, that's the brother. <laughs> yes, <laughs> him. I'm like, what are you talking That hilarious. Tell him to cut his <laughs> hair. Listen to even cut that shit off. Cut it off. Yeah? Cut it off. You are not Rastafarian. No. Uh-uh. As the resident Jamaican of this here podcast, I hereby decree that you cut your blood clot hair off. Just cut it off. Cut it off. The funniest part is that it's more of a... It's, it's more Second of like a how fun. dare you, Harvey? How dare you? It's not a bun. It's not a bun! I wish I wish I could I wish I could share these pictures. That's why I'm like, I I know what you're talking about. I it, it, yeah no he looks like he definitely looks like what you talked about though like uh, he works at a Trader Joe's or something like that. Um, 
But, he, but, but he I, keeps it. I do go appreciate ahead, how you transitioned away from talking about the fact that you have three talented Nigerian-born players on your club, none of which Klopp, that, you know, believe in Klopp, believe in Klopp. None of them are starting, and you guys are sick, and you, and you just were, were fixated on. Okay, okay. It would appear that Klopp does not believe in Nigeria now. Wow. Yeah. Well, fact. Wow. Wow. We also, yeah, because, because he got rid of Jordan, quote unquote, I. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> Answer Jordan, quote unquote. Jordan, come on the podcast, man. Defend your honor, Bridget. Because you do, you got this. This is not this is technically your fault. This is Jurgen Klopp's fault, really. That's that's what we're dealing with here, anyway. No, like he he, he got playing time. The problem is he got canned, like with the quickness, and it's like. Bournemouth picks up anybody that that uh, they, they yeah, that, that Liverpool ch- chooses chooses to throw away, and yeah. it's like well, <laughs> and he did worse with these younger these younger players who are <laughs> full of I, it was just insane to me. That was so disappointing. Very very quickly to that to that point, Jordan. I remember it was I don't even know how long ago this like four or five years ago now when Sterling first blossomed. And Jordan, people thought Jordan was going to be better than Sterling because yeah. Sterling, they both had pace. Sterling, I mean, he's still today, he's gotten better, but he's always struggled with finishing. And Jordan just seemed like he was going to be more composed. And that was one of the reasons, too, why people were, I mean, people were still mad with Sterling up, but they were like, oh, we still have Jordan. And then, you know, it always seemed like he was just waiting for more playing time. And you know more training, and yeah, Klopp got him and tried to work with him. It was like, no, nah, this ain't gonna work. <laughs> this ain't gonna work. You got to go to Bournemouth. And I thought, okay, he's gonna go to Bournemouth. And actually, with that deal, what we did was we had a, um, we had an option to buy back. So if he, you know, if he actually like killed it, we could be like, oh, you know what? Matter of fact. Uh, you know, no, 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 uh, take backs, take backs, you know what I mean? Like, you know, that's what we put into the call because we thought maybe, but that's probably one of the more disappointing things to see because he just had so much potential. And again, you think you go to Bournemouth, it's like, you gotta, like, you gotta get into the squad. And that man comes on for like, you know, 20 minutes. And I mean, if that. And, and so, yeah, that was just, that's unfortunate. What's unfortunate is what's unfortunate is that Klopp clearly doesn't believe in Nigeria. I'm just going to keep saying this. Back to this, back to this theory about Klopp in Nigeria. It's an interesting <laughs> question, right? Like, <laughs> but I, what I was going to say though is that you know, especially now, the question becomes who does make it into the squad. Like I said, Harry Wilson is not a bad player. Um, Marco is not a bad player. Um, shoot. Rianne Brewster has a lot of potential, and we bothered to send him out on loan this, uh, what, I guess in, in January or whatever, because it was like, look, you know, we thought this year he was going to take that big first step to the, you know, first team, play a few games, and it just didn't really happen. And I do believe in his talent, but again, you know, who makes it into the team at this point is a really big question. So, um, 
you know, we've got people like, and honestly, having seen uh, players like Sheozo play and just uh, some of these players are, like I said, they've got some, some skill, but when your top three is, you know, Mane, Salah, Firmino, and, you know, like, where where do you fit? Where do you, you know where do you, where do you man? You put the pitch? you put them in the early rounds of the cup games. Like allow them to train with the pros. How do they get to the level if you don't like? It's like it's almost like an anti youth policy kind of thing, right? But, but that's the thing is like it's not even any youth. And I guess and I. Sheldon, you there? Uh oh, I think we lost Sheldon. Yeah. Dude, the yeah. Nigerian pressure is just a little too much. Yeah, yeah see, uh, see, this is what happens. This is what happens when you have Yeah. Thanks for sending your bank account number. I appreciate it, Sean. Yeah. This was all a ruse. This is see, you know, <laughs> President, President, somebody, somebody got, somebody snitched to President Bukhari in it, and then obviously had to get on. And as man, we you, were, you didn't know that we were not happy to. Oh, this is perfect because that dude is so in Nigerian. Welcome back. Welcome yeah, back. Sorry, Sean. I got. I, I don't know. Uh, apparently, Mbaku uh, sent, Mbaku sent yeah, you yeah, over yeah. the waterfall <laughs> real fast. Yeah, right? yeah, is yeah. that your king? <laughs> yeah, apparently. But but all I was all I was saying is that I think there are certain. Like with Clock, there it's not anti-youth. Like he doesn't mind get like again, even with Harvey Elliott. Harvey Elliott has a lot of talent, despite what you say looking like. Uh, it's just it's you know, just the black youth. Dude. Um, the anti-black but... youth policy. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. Listen, mm-hmm. wait, hold on. We, buy... <laughs> yo, you guys are killing me. We actually, we, we actually, <laughs> it was, it's funny because if you hadn't said Niger, then I would have been like, you know, I'd have mentioned all the Africans who do have on the, you know what I mean? So, well, the but two, you, the, but you, you do don't pass to each other. You do know who don't pass to each other. Wow. I know Liverpool. I know Emma's not trying to say that. Wait a second. We've got, hold on, we've got. Salah, we've got Mane, we've got um, Joel. No, don't mention the Cameroonian. He wouldn't go home and play. He doesn't count. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's <laughs> great. Yeah. You know what? They that was a whole... Get him out of there. Yeah, oh, he's off. Was, oh, Cameroon he even... home. Was, Cam... was Cameroon even in the African Cup of Nations this year? He refused like... to play. He, re- he refused to play when they needed him. That's where that's no, that that when, they, when they were qualified, it was most important. It was, yes, during qualifying. He was like, oh, well, I'm not Cameroonian now, guys, I guess. Uh, uh, no, yeah, fact, you see, y'all can you keep see, that right Clock would have sold him if he played. Oh, well. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, look at, look at Taiwo. And look we're at, saying like... there's no anti-black agenda? Are we sure about this, gentlemen? <laughs> Are we absolutely sure? <laughs> <laughs> this needs investigating. I'm sorry. I'm concerned. Natty, I'm concerned. Natty Tater picked him up. Oh, yeah. That's facts. But not, again, that man doesn't you know, play. He sits he behind Hendo. He, he does. Yeah, well, Captain Hendo. You know the guy, the guy, the guy who's been credited with... 
the guy who's been credited like the, the with the fixing racism in English football. Yeah, him. That guy. <laughs> right. Listen, I'm just saying, when no when Hindo, came no in, slander. Sir, we don't need to go down the Hindo slander route, okay? All I'm going to say is... What are you going to say? Just say, I'm just... Hard mm-hmm. playing time. Sterling was getting sold. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was gone. Tell him. Sturridge. Yep, Sturridge. Sturridge. He wanted to. Sturridge. Sturridge was. Clap all. Go ahead and justify it. Go ahead and justify it, Sheldon. No. Where's Nathaniel Klein? That's my favorite player. Huh? Nathaniel Klein. It's a good go. Yeah, we're just Nathaniel Klein. Yeah, we're just Nathaniel Klein. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Look what you did to Mario Balotelli. Look what you did to man like Mario Balotelli. Look what you did. Why does Liverpool hate black people? Okay, we need to get the Chelsea dying here. Yeah, we need a new foil. He really doesn't. He's the sweetest guy on the whole podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna try to move around because that was very, very lively. Down the rabbit hole. Uh, Let me, um, let me before we move on. Before we move on, Neil, touching quickly on what we were talking about at the top of the call with uh, Karim Benzema's sex tape. Uh, black thing. <laughs> um, I can confirm that it was uh, Ma- uh, Matteo Valbuena that he was trying to uh, allegedly <clears throat> quote allegedly uh, black um, uh, blackmail. Um, I say allegedly only because I'm looking at a transcript of that phone call that he made between him and his associate. I'll quickly touch on uh, the beginning of that. Uh, Benzema says, "Go ahead." I saw the other guy, which is Valbuena. And the guy that he was speaking to said, and what do you think? Benzema replies, um, what do I think? The truth? Yes. I think that he does not take us seriously. No. There you have it. Yes. So that means in reality, I think he will not give anything away, you know? Yes, 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 yes. He's not taking us seriously. What did he say to you? What did he say to me? Uh, and this is Benzema talking, by the way. Um, you know, at the beginning, he believed he believed inaudible you see that it was a joke i told him i'm here to help matters you need to see this guy he will come he will speak to you but i will give you my word that there is not another copy of the sex tape after we after that we spoke and spoke and in my video you see my tattoos Valbuena asked um you see everything in short i said to him i am serious I said to him, honestly, I have seen it, the video. I said to him, um, he said, I know, but what do they want? I said to him, I have no idea what they want. Uh, I said to him, it's not me. Uh, It is not me. Uh, He said to me, yes, he wants money. Um, Well, in my opinion, you see, I said, if I had the video of like that of a guy, well, in any case, they want to create buzz. It would not be the same buzz if it was you and there's more to it but i will leave it there so basically benzema is somebody that you should never ever trust <laughs> it's what i tried to put out yeah. here like that was a filthy move it was. and that's yeah. 
And that's the reason why he does not have a World Cup winner's medal. If he hadn't yeah. had been involved in that, yeah. he would not be put out. And let's also remind everybody, this is not the first time that he has been um, somebody who's been, you know, docked or sent down or, you know, expelled or, you know, removed from the team. This is like the second time that has happened in French colors because he's done it before. Um, the World Cup in 2000, which one was South Africa? Was that 2010? 2010, yep. Yeah. He was part of he was part of that group of players that basically just um, didn't see it for the manager then, and I can't remember who it was. Um, Raymond Dominic. That's the guy. Yeah, um, yeah. Dominic definitely killed that French team. Otherwise, they would have been semi finalist easy. Um, possibly would have won the thing too. But um, yeah, he was part of that group of players. Uh, I remember Evra got caught up in that as well. Um, yes, that yep. was interesting. Um, so yeah, Benzema's no stranger to pissing people off in French football. <laughs> it, it's not, it's really not. So yeah, just wanted so to like, just wanted to tie that uh, that loose end because I know you. that we were talking about yeah. it there. You should have yeah. played for Algeria. Well, there you go. That too. Um, yeah. So uh, the other mm. piece of content that we wanted to uh, bring up, and it, it's it's another table. Um, it is, but because of the coronavirus, the way it is affecting. The transfer market, we've obviously talked about for a number of weeks. In fact, last week, you know, last week's episode, we talked explicitly about players that we wish were, you know, if we were the man, if we were on the board of our clubs or the board of directors or had the ability to manage the books, who would we want in our club? And uh, we, you know, we indicated three, you know, three or four players per each uh, club that was represented on the, you know, on the podcast. And, you know, obviously the upcoming transfer market is going to be severely affected by the coronavirus and everything else. Um, and there's been talks about uh, player swap deals and things of that nature as far as rumors. And it's difficult because players haven't gotten a chance to play. So their value has significantly dropped. So just kind of looking at this top 10, um, I know Sheldon will be happy because there's several uh, Liverpool players on here, but I'm sure he's going to be unhappy with the fact they're on a transfer, you know, they're, you know that their transfer value is, is dropping. Um, and at the top of that list is uh, Kylian Mbappe, um, who's been rumored with Barcelona. He's been rumored with Real Madrid. He's been he hasn't been rumored with Liverpool. Sheldon, I'm sorry. Um, I mean, he's not coming. He's not coming. Don't he's not going. He is even not try it, Sheldon. Don't. The answer is no. You can't because have swear to... and you also can't have Kylian Mbappe. So there you go. <laughs> There you you go. couldn't right. make you could you couldn't make Sterling work. You're not allowed to have Mbappe. That's the rules. <laughs> That's the rule. And speaking of Sterling, he's actually number three on this list. Uh, he is <laughs> three. Yes. yes. Um, and Neymar's number two. Uh, Salah and Mane uh, round out the top five at four at, at four and five. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne's number six. Uh, Harry Kane number seven. Jordan Sancho number eight. Uh, Messi is number nine, and Alexander Arnold is number ten. Now, I, I know we all have a few thoughts about this, uh, but for me, seeing seeing someone like a Lionel Messi on this list as transfer value going up and down is a little shocking to me, mainly due to the fact that I don't think Lionel probably doesn't want to play a few more seasons. Unless, like, let's say next these next two seasons potentially could be his last because he's not going to be playing in the World Cup. 
anymore. So he's not going to be, be, be playing international football. And I don't see a situation where Lionel Messi, because of his massive ego, goes to a smaller club, um, maybe like a, you know, like a, like, you know, like a smaller Argentinian league club and, and, and you know, goes down there to, you know, like a racing club or something like that. Uh, I, I just don't see that happening. So his name on this list was, was, you know, was a complete shock to me because he doesn't seem like someone who is transfer bait, similar to how we were talking about Aubameyang earlier. Like right. for me, again, I, 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 I don't see a situation where any club, no matter, you know, no, no matter how big their coffers are, would have to literally give up their entire club for a Lionel Messi, right? It's, you know, sim- similar how when we've, to- you know, in similar sports wise, we've, you know, uh, seen situations where players or where teams literally had to give up uh, for like LeBron James going to the Lakers. The Lakers had to give up a significant amount of players in the NBA to uh, achieve, you know, to acquire a LeBron. And that took several years for them to take away pieces in order to put that big piece in and then for him to build build that team. Similar situation here. Barcelona has, for several years, has been trying to build around a Lionel Messi, and he hasn't left. So why would he, you know, I'm, I'm curious, you know, obviously looking at the list, I'm, I'm sure there are some names that, that, you know, come out for each of you, but I'm just curious on this Lionel Messi being in there at, you know, at, you know as a player, do you see him in another, you know, you know, at another club? Obviously not at any of ours that are represented. Uh, to, uh, for this recording, but uh, you know, because again, all of our clubs would have to literally get up, give up our entire, damn near our entire clubs in order to get a Lionel Messi, considering how much he's worth, but also how much. Of <laughs> so, I'm just, so you know, I throw that yeah. to, to to everyone. Yeah, I I, I can see him going. I, I mean, I think his goal, like, was always at the end of his career to go back to his uh, Argentinian club, um, Nuo. Um, I oh, he's a new, a new old boy. He supports a new yeah. old boys growing up. I didn't know that. I, hmm. I think that's where he went. That's where he was uh, before Barcelona uh, signed him. That's correct. Might yeah. have to double check that. No, 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 um, no. Okay, no, no, you're right. You're right. Um, I, I think he's on the list only because of like the the shit that's going on with with Barcelona internally. I I, I don't think he's there because like. Uh, He's he's wanting to go like willingly. I think just too much internal things going on. Uh, but I, I can see him going to. I know that the inter rumors are are spreading, but I feel like this is <laughs> just like a natural course for Argentinian <laughs> going through Europe. They always end up at Inter somehow, some way, and with <laughs> the connections that uh, Zanetti has there, being the president, club president, um, and and knowing that record, I, I can see him going. I can see him going to Inter just for like maybe a season. But they'd have to like give up. Right Inter would have to give up several. They, they'd have to give up Lataro. They'd have yep. to give up. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, you know, they. You know, they'd have to figure out something with uh, Erickson, yep. despite the fact that they just signed him. <laughs> okay. Uh, if they had a choice to, okay, yeah, to give up Erickson and Lataro, I think they would do it easily. But, but that's just reason. two. That's just two of the players they'd have to give up. They'd have. I'm to also talking about a miss. Go, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was about. I was about to say, we're also talking about a Messi that's in the twilight of his career now. Now, I don't think it's wise to get rid of somebody of like an Ericsson in his prime. And um, I believe Matar was not even 25 yet, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. So, yeah. But he's, he's that's, about, that's I mean, not he's wise. 
he's on the block too, Lataro. I think they're trying to like he yeah. he is like transfer uh, bait. He is for sure, but I don't necessarily see and and I'm and I'm sure he'd love to play for Barcelona if it was like a player swap situation, but um or messy for a bunch of players going to Barcelona and then going a bunch of players afterward, a bunch of play a bunch of places afterwards. Um, uh, because that was the rumor when uh, Usman Dembele was a part of a, a a transfer deal back in this past summer um, to go to multiple places. Uh, there was a package deal. I can't even remember. Oh, it was Neymar. Neymar. There were there were a number of uh, there was. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of what what what's the midfielder in Barcelona uh, who plays with. Um, I can't think of his name right now, but. Uh, uh, but he, but he was in that deal. The Dembele was in that. Like again, it's oh, a situation uh, where Rakitic. He had, Rakitic, thank you. Um, Rakitic was in there. Uh, uh, I think they talked about Suarez in that same deal. Like there were a number of players to acquire a Neymar in the summer to bring him back to Barcelona, and it's a it's a situation again. Um, you know, uh, Mbappe, same 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 thing. Real Madrid would 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 you know can print money, so they'd obviously just throw money at a, and he'd be you know right at home playing with his uh, fellow countrymen in Ken, in um, Benzema. But then Jovic, who's also trade bait, who's relatively young, who hasn't really got a chance to start at Real Madrid. I mean, there's so many moving pieces. So, you know, obviously we could talk about this list, uh, and you know, I, you know, I I. I, I Looking at the list, I'd love to get others' thoughts about it as well because there's a lot of – I wouldn't necessarily say trade bait on this list because obviously I'm sure Sheldon doesn't want to get rid of a Salah and he doesn't want to get rid of a Mane and he certainly doesn't want to get of a TAA. Of a TAA. But um, at least I hope not. <laughs> I mean, for, 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 <clears throat> for Mbappe, sure. But not for uh, – Wow. 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 You would give up TAA, Mohamed Salah, and oh no, no no the king of africa remember, no if you if you remember <laughs> if you if you remember from what was that like uh two three year, you know episodes ago when we were talking yeah. about you know dream transfers i said i said you know i'd give up Firmino and trent for mbappe and that yep. that's yeah pretty, we do i uh, did that's uh, significant that is a significant yeah, that, and, and that's doing. that's it's kind of crazy but i i mean i like mbappe that much um, and like I said, I think we've got some folks uh, waiting in the wings that wouldn't automatically replace Trent. But I think that, the, like I said, when I think back to very quickly, not to kind of take over, but, you know, when I think back to what Barca had with <clears throat> Messi, Neymar, um, <clears throat> uh, Suarez, like that, I mean, imagine us having an Mbappe, a Salah, and Amani up top, and you're just like, what do you pick your poison? Which one, <laughs> which one do you want to chase down, and which one do you want to stop from finishing? Like, and as I said, that's that would be insane. So, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I mean, you can just say like, Virgil just sends long balls, and one of them ends up at the end of it, and it's just like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's that's what that would be like. Um, but anyway. 
Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think – go, go ahead, Am, I'm sorry. I, oh, I was going to say, like, yeah, I, I bet Klopp would want – he would, would just be salivating um, at the prospect of an, of an Mbappe in a Liverpool shirt unless he mistook Mbappe for Mbaku and he was, <laughs> thought he was Nigerian. Yeah, here we go, fascist. <laughs> that is true. That is true. We should probably go ahead and just go ahead and sort that out like, right now because we have established on this episode that it's clear. Jürgen has a Nigerian problem. Like He's got a Nigerian problem. He's definitely anti-Nigerian. We've established that. Don't let Mbappe wear a hat around club. Do not let him wear a big hat. Oh, yeah. Who knows <laughs> well done. Well done. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go back on mute. I can't deal with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. at the That's end of the day, people, at the end of the day, these values are, you know, the, the way that they've been coming down and things of that nature. I don't know, man. When Messi being in this list is probably the most interesting thing to me here. Um, the secondary most interesting thing, and perhaps maybe because you know my brand of petty, anything to do with Spurs, I'm immediately going to shoot it down. Um, <laughs> so to that end, I don't know why Harry Kane is on this list. Who's paying 120 million? Who's right. paying 120 million for Harry Bloody Kane, bruv? No one's paying that kind of. No one's, no one's coughing up them peas. Not even Man United. And they need a striker right now. So it's like, well, actually, no, they don't. Because they've got Icardo. And yeah, you'll, see, you'll see on the other end of the M25 wow. that there is, there is a club that does value Nigerian talent. <clears throat> and. Uh, uh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, way, way back when they yeah. signed Kanu Wanko. <laughs> Let me way just say, back when. It is wild that that you just said that, Joseph. That United is not going to consider Harry Kane because they have a color. Why would they spend a hundred and twenty billion? When they've already got Icarlo coming up and doing the thing. As soon as he came through, that man was scoring goals. That man was moving the ball around again. Like it was, it like, it's just like they found, he's, look, they don't need to spend the 120 disrespect, man. Harry Kane. They just don't. And not only that, but Harry Kane not on Spurs. And, you know, we don't have Mike on the recording tonight. But, you know, Harry Kane not being on Spurs eliminates most of their goals this this season, right? Yeah. Elim, elim, eliminates their production. Eliminates their... Uh, mm. And then, you know, obviously Erickson leaving as well eliminates that as well. But, you know, and, you know, uh, their current manager hating a, you know, a a black active midfield uh, attacking midfielder. Um, he seems <laughs> to have a penchant for hating uh, black Look, let's just go, let's just uh, go ahead and call it what it is, all right? First of all, where Mourinho is concerned, he just hates black people full stop. That's just <laughs> facts. Just <laughs> facts. Right? That's not... Only he would have people living in his immediate area in friggin', uh, what is it? Uh, uh, it's either Highgate or Muswell Hill or one of them areas there. Um, which is, which is, and I can attest to this, is one of the definitely one of the more um, upper middle, uh, you know, upper class areas of, of of North London for sure. When you're there, you know there's money, there's money about. But only he would have not one, not two, but three of the black players training in a park 
when there's a pandemic on. Yeah, that was that was special. Come on, suck up this corona, boys. Special, exactly. special for the special one. You see what he's trying to do. Now, only somebody whose hair whose hairline is at war with the top of their head would do something like this. So, like, I, I don't really see any reason. Wow. I don't really see any reason why. Um, we already know the options for Spurs. Harry Kane, 120 million. I don't know where they got that value from, but okay, fam. Like, if you're talking about production and goals, it pretty much falls. Their most valuable player is not Harry Kane. It's actually Hyunbin Son. He right. is the guy. He's yep. the talisman for Spurs. And he's the future. And he's the future for them too. When they don't have him, then it's a problem. But, I mean, it's like when they don't have Harry Kane and they've got Son, they've been managed, they managed to get by. But when they don't have both, then it's an absolute shit show. So it's just like, I don't know what kind of operation Mourinho's running there. But then again, when you look at his history, you, you never know what kind of operation Mourinho's running because it's Jose bloody Mourinho. So it's like... Spurs, Spurs whatever he's, the running, only, whatever he's doing. Re, re, real quick, whatever he's running, he's going to run it into the ground. That is, yes, that is his his trademark. That's his history. He will run the club into the ground, and he will make sure that the once highly rated black prospects on the team never ever are up there ever again. That's what he does. That is literally what he does. That's the two things that you can guarantee. Four things in this world that you can guarantee: death. Taxes, Mourinho running a club into the ground, and Mourinho ruining black people's careers. That's just what they do. And they, they, you, you can just go ahead and take that one to the bank. Meanwhile, um, De Bruyne being on this list and the being one of only two City players on this list is kind of baffling to me, but okay. Um, Jonathan, Alexander. <laughs> Nothing. No, Nothing. no. It makes sense. For those two to be on it, um, it makes sense because I think they're the most. They're the two best players on, on in City right now. They are, but I would have thought that Aguero would at least creep up. I, I, I mean, if, if he I is going to get... Because of his age. I mean, it... it yeah, but Messi is on there. I mean... But Messi. If Messi's on there, Aguero's got to be on there. He's got to be on there. Come on, he come is. on. Uh, I don't see Aguero leaving. Um, he's he's absolutely still City's most valuable player. He's their top scorer of all time. Aguero is like, listen. I, I it makes me throw up a little bit of my mouth saying this, but just being objective, Aguero's the man. But Aguero is also, like I said, he's he's up there. And the difference between, uh, I mean, again, Messi's up there, but Messi's Messi. That's just like. That's GOAT conversation versus the best city, you know, has ever had, which there are plenty of jokes behind in the that. Premier League? Yeah, no, listen, <laughs> exactly. That's fine, but... <laughs> I mean, and, again. And so, frankly, <laughs> that hurt for me to say. And like I get I get why I get why Jordan, uh, Jordan Sancho is definitely there. He's highly sought after. He's definitely mm. not just the best player for Dortmund, but probably probably the best player in the Bundesliga. Probably. Um I mean that's up for debate. For me, he is. But um then of course we come to Mbappe. Uh, well, I mean, everybody wants Mbappe. I mean, what 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 can we say about this beautiful young king that we haven't said already? 
Um, <laughs> that's never going to play for Liverpool. That's never going to play for oh, Liverpool, Sheldon. Um, please, please. <laughs> but Neymar, <laughs> Neymar being on this list, I, I, only twenty percent has come off of his value. I, I don't know because right. before the Rona was running wild like Hulkamania in his prime, uh, I don't really understand why Neymar's value hasn't dropped more than twenty percent. Yeah. This is definitely baffling now. I Honestly, I don't see him as one of the most valuable players in the world. One of the most expensive. <laughs> but yeah. I don't see anybody paying that kind of money anymore. Not even Barcelona's going to pay that much to get him back. So, like... Uh, I, think, I think they would. I think they would do it. Yeah, but that well, comes... They, as... they, would do it, they would only do it because, because Messi wants him back. Yeah. Right? Like, and Messi that, doesn't yeah. want him back. They would only do... He doesn't want him back. So, so Messi's... What? Messi's gonna, no. yeah, he does. Oh, no, nah, so, so, so let me let, let me take let me go let me go back to Aguero real fast because Aguero is thirty one, Messi's thirty two. On this transfer value list, he is just below uh, Marquinhos, uh, and Marquinhos right above Donnarumma, Declan what? Rice, and what? Thiago. Tony Cruz. Oh, These are the man that stop I, it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Declan Seriously. Rice is how much is Declan Rice worth? Declan Rice is at fifty-four. 54. Shut up, fifty-four for Declan Rice. Fifty-four. We're we talking about the same Declan Rice and Serge. Yep. English tax. And Serge Aguero is fifty-seven. Joseph. Yeah, facts. English tax. It's a crazy, crazy, <laughs> crazy numbers. All, both yeah. of those guys are behind. Uh, our favorite Christian Pulisic. <laughs> like I had to scroll. Uh, you mean you mean um, you mean Second Amendment Hazard, um, NRA Ma. <laughs> NRA Ma. Um, <laughs> that guy. Yeah. So like, that's that, that's the thing. Like this, I you know like I have to question Listen, the valuations. Yeah. Aguero, right? Aguero is definitely. Like we're talking about the, when first we talk about the top ten. Like again, when you're thinking about top ten, um, if you you know again if you had the money, you could go out and grab them. Whatever. Like, mm-hmm. This isn't a terrible list, um, you know. And but like I said, I think Aguero uh, is definitely is like fifty two. Is that, is that what he, what he is right now? On Around. That he's in that area. He's on page wow. three of no, a no, no. 20, 20 per page list. Right? No, no, no. I, I would in the bottom say, half. Yeah. I mean, I, I would have... Behind several Spurs players. Uh-oh. I wouldn't have been mad if... <laughs> off, that's the yeah. thing. Um, I wouldn't have been mad if, they, if, if he was top 20, but certainly nothing less than top 30. Like, he's just, he's just too prolific of a goal scorer. You know, like I said, City brings them on, and again, it makes me throw up in my mouth a little bit, but I automatically, my, my, you know, my heart drops because I'm like, this dude's about to just pop in a goal real quick, and that's just <laughs> what, he's just automatically. Like, he's a gunman. You know, like, that's it. And, I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think the value is, is higher for the, I think people's values are higher because they're more likely to leave, and I think Messi's only, again, Messi's only there because of Barcelona's internal thing. It's not like Barcelona's trying to sell them. It's like, no, like who in the right mind would want to do that? 
That's why I think shake hard enough, you may be able to, you know, unsettle them, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, Virgil Van Dyke is on this list. Didn't make the top ten. Jao Felix. That's a big yikes for me. Like, wow. Right. Who Jao Felix, who just transferred to Atletico Madrid to a pretty lengthy deal, you know, to replace Antoine Griezmann is going to literally be the future of that club. Now, we thought it was going to be Antoine Blackface Griezmann, but it's obviously going to be Jao you know, I mean, right? Like, I mean, I, I mean, like, you know, I mean, we're wooing like Ric Flair, and, and you know, I, I think that's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. But it's did he lie though? Like Antoine Griezmann yeah. loves him a bit of blackface. Let's be yeah. fair. Yeah, <laughs> they have not been lies told on that one. Nope. Um, but the fact that I mean, still on this first page, we're looking at Eden Hazard, who. For all intents and purposes, like Eden Hazard should not, to, for me, Eden Hazard should not have a better should should not be higher than a Sergio than a, than a Sergio Aguero, as far as production, as far as market value. Whether or not he's whether or not he's up for transfer debate, is out of the conversation. If we're talking about quality up until the point that the league was paused, Eden Hazard is does not have the same finish. Well. It, Obviously, the, the, you know, their finishing quality is similar. But if we're talking about this season, we're talking about goal production, we're talking about goal creation, we're talking just, just for the domestic league alone, Sergio Aguero is leaps and bounds. Like, there's no, there, there's no comparison. Between, like, Eden Ed, Hazard is on here. Um, Paul Babala, sure. Um, Paul Buzz on here for some reason, really high. Conte's on here, high. Frankie Jezong just transferred is high for some reason, and Frankie didn't even come into his own until recently at Juventus. Right. So, you know, I don't know where a lot of these, you know, I, I feel like a lot of these are opinions, but, but see, the thing about this website is the agents for, like, all of the agents and all their companies use this website to um, uh, rate their players and everything like that, and, 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 and their opinions are incorporated. So, this is the most trusted site that every club is going to to look at the value of players. So, you know, when we talk about um, value, when we talk about, like, you know, I know we've been harping on the Sergio Aguero thing, Jonathan, but it's just, uh, you know, mind-boggling that, and, and, you know, I'm sure you're appreciative because this is the most we've spent on City in a very long time. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, but, but you know, you know, but again, like it's it, it's one of those kinds of situations where where uh, you know I would I, I, you know I would absolutely love for them to actually treat Sergio you know treat Sergio Aguero with the respect that he deserves because frankly he is a player just like um, uh, 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 Lotaro at, at Inter he is going to be a future striker for I mean despite the fact that he's up there in age. He has one more World Cup in him, potentially, right? Whereas Messi's done. So if we're talking about from a from a striker standpoint, you know, Argentina has a depth of talent. Uh, you know, they they aren't losing sleep over the fact that they have strikers literally everywhere, not just in not just at Argent not just in Argent not just in Argentinian league, but all over the world that they can literally pick from, right? But Sergio has one more World Cup in him for sure, and. Uh, you don't think Messi? If Messi is still playing, he will definitely be at the World Cup. 
doesn't even matter how 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 many times how many times is he going to throw his toys out of the pram though he's on like uh, i don't know how many times he, he threw his toys out of the pram when they didn't win the copa america he was toys out of the pram when they didn't win the um the world cup and he managed to somehow win play of the tournament when he absolutely was not player of the tournament that he oh, went yeah. it, it didn't Branding. deserve it like no i love it i i'm was, I, i'm sorry like I love Messi. I think I actually like in, in the Messi versus Ronaldo. I, I fell on the Messi side, um, but whenever he, you know, it's like well, in his national colors, the, he always seems to play against Nigeria. You know, I just I have no love for him in his national colors. As far as I'm concerned, Argentina <laughs> gets gets no love for me. We we face them every World Cup, and even when we outmatch them somehow, <laughs> some way, we end up getting knocked out so so yeah bump bump argentina forever and that's coming from somebody who like uh somebody asked a question in my uh in my arsenal my local arsenal group they said well when when did you fall in love with the international game and it was like uh mexico 86 and the player that i i fell in love with was, was diego maradona right so i followed argentina all those years um, but then we, you know, so in the nineties, when Nigeria was coming into our own, right, kept bumping up against our, our Argentina and, and so bumped them. Um, um, I will say who was in the squad 96, the Olympic squad in 96 that lost to Nigeria, um, included some of their notables from that era. So I'll, I'll rest, I, I will take solace in that and say, you know, too bad, Messi, I'm, you know. He's gotten more credit than he deserves in Argentina jersey. That's because their program hasn't been run adequately. They don't. Ha- they just say Messi go win us the thing, and you can't do that when everybody else is is elevating their game. So, um, for, for, particularly when you have, like I said, you have not just talent in the Argentinian league that they don't ever tap, but they have talent literally scattered all over. The, you know, they you know as, as far as an attack, they keep on relying on Di Maria. I don't know why. But um, and, th- and and this is coming from a United supporter who know who recognizes that he did nothing for our club and he can go wherever just as long as he stays away from here, um, <laughs> uh, you know. Um, but yeah, I just I, I that conundrum always bothers me a little bit, and you know maybe in the next episode next week we'll talk a little bit more about international duty without obviously yeah. not letting up on. Um, our, our 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 new member from Chelsea, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, uh, so look Facts. forward. To, so look forward. Chelsea, to come get this work. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I know that uh, new member is listening to this podcast because he's listening to last week's podcast. So when he gets so so when he's listening to this one, I know he's going to. I, I hope he's going to be prepared because he was not prepared when he entered the WhatsApp group. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> Uh, you know, um, I didn't even say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, in the interest of time, thank you again for listening to another uh, kind of a, a. It doesn't feel thrown together because we definitely covered a, a ton of topics this week, um, and next week we'll be, you know, we'll have a, a lot more banter to unleash uh, on your eardrums as we, you know, as we are still in quarantine as a world. Um, still dealing with uh, multiple levels of quarantine. And uh, we do hope this 
podcast brings you some form of solace, please listen to our previous podcast, our previous episodes where we've talked about recommendations for if you are getting interested in the Premier League. You know, we each kind of gave our recommendations as far as which players, uh, not just players to support, but also games that were memorable from our, you know, from our memory, but also recent games as well. Um, and yeah, uh, look forward to future content, sponsored content. We're going to have some great interviews. We're going to have some great guests coming up in future episodes and keep listening, keep subscribing, keep thumbing up this great podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter, get, you know, send us an email and we thank you for listening.